Vinny Hopkins, and I'm so excited to welcome Art Haynes back to Springfield. I'm so happy that you're in town. I can feel your presence here in town. So welcome back, Art Haynes. Um, if I talk too much, I will get emotional. I'm so excited that you are here. So can't wait to catch up with you. Um, this show is presented to you by Great Southern Bank, and they are our presenting sponsor. And we're so grateful for Joe Turner and Kelly Polonis. Great Southern Bank is serious about convenience with nearly 100 banking centers in six states, hundreds of ATMs, and mobile and online banking services. You're always in touch with your money. Learn more at greatsouthernbank.com, member FDIC. Other sponsors that we'll talk about throughout the show, Highland Dairy, Craig Lehman with Shelter Insurance, Bill Grant Ford and Bolivar, Story Construction, West Logging, Greg and Melinda Burnett, and Springfield Yard Cards. All right, so let me recap a little bit about last week. Uh, last week, we wrapped up our Sports Mom panel. We in honor of Mother's Day, we did a two-part series, and we had some sports moms in here. And Sandy Kruger and Kelly Cheek were here last week, and they did a tremendous job. It was a lot of fun uh, to get their perspective and their point of view. And we talked; we had a lot of fun talking about the different sport mom roles and the different uh, categories that you can kind of put them. You know, you've got your snack mom, and you've got your, your team queen, and you've got, you know, all of these different roles, and it was a lot of fun to listen to that. So if you want to listen to it, you can go to a acoachesperspective.com and listen to it. It's also on iTunes and Spotify, Verbal, and Helium Satellite Radio. All right, so when is the last time you played catch? I'm going to give you a second to answer. When is the last time you played catch? And if you don't know the answer to that, well, then we have got a show for you tonight. I'm very excited to have back on the show my Kansas City Royals correspondent, <laughs> the famous author, Ethan Bryan, is sitting right here in studio, um, and I'm very excited to have you. Welcome, Ethan. It's good to be here. It is so nice to see you in the studio because um, I love having you on because you are a wealth of knowledge, <laughs> not just in baseball, but but baseball is definitely your forte. Well, um, I want to talk a little bit about about the book. We've, we've covered the book on the show. Uh, we even played catch yes, it, it was a lot of fun i enjoyed it it was one of the highlights um of of, of the year Absolutely. honestly Out in I, front of the studio yes <laughs> i loved it and and i you know i enjoy the book i love it I, there are parts where i skip around and i read different stories and um i have reread it a couple of times and so it's a really good book um, but i want to talk tonight a little bit about the ripples effects that have happened um we're going to get to that a little bit later in the show but of course you are my ultimate kansas city royals fan and correspondent <laughs> So let's talk a little bit about how they're doing. Fifth in AL Central. <laughs> we don't have to say their record out loud, but how, what's the snapshot of the Kansas City Royals? The snapshot of the Kansas City Royals is they are not the worst team in baseball. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll take our first break. <laughs> no, it, it, has been a, it has been a trying season. But there, but there are some, some silver linings. Um, uh, Bobby Witt, uh, Jr., their, their shortstop, his... his Defense has increased tremendously. He's now literally one of the top defenders in 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 the majors, which is wonderful to hear. This is something good. Um, every five days, we get to watch Zach Grinky pitch, which is an absolute delight. Future Hall of Famer, and he just became the fifth pitcher of all time to strike out one thousand different players. Oh wow! So uh, what a great stat! Yeah, it's fantastic. You know, one of those good old trivia Love trivia that. questions. Yes. So. So he is fun because uh, of how quirky he is and, and his mannerisms, and he still has that that competitive drive. And then, and then there's Salvi behind the plate, and Salvi's was named a captain this year, um, and he just plays the game like a little kid. He has so much fun. So so, so you get to watch Wit, Grinky, Salvi. These these are are, are good things. Uh, new manager, new coaching staff. 
Um, and we've got uh, we've got struggles. <laughs> but we, we've got uh, they signed Jackie Bradley Jr. in the off season, and he has uh, been struggling at the plate. But his play in center field has been incredible. He's been a delight to watch defensively. Um, and then a couple weeks ago, we got to celebrate a walk-off bunt. And how often do you get to see that? That's pretty fun. That is fun. Uh, and that, um, that's a pretty much apt that's summary of the season. Yeah. <laughs> well, good. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, I want to talk about kind of the mentality of being that true blue fan. No matter how they're doing, <laughs> you are going to have this, this I am a diehard fan no matter what. I grew up going to Royals games as well. I mean, I like the Cardinals too. I know that a lot of people in Missouri say, no, you'll have to pick one. I don't know that I have to pick one. I, I like both of those teams. I, they bring different things to the plate. <laughs> yeah, I did that. Nice. So, I, you know, I have, um, I want to talk a little bit about this, So, but I want your answer first. Okay. Why are you a true blue Royals fan? Uh, it's, it's how, I mean, First game my parents took me to when I was four, and I don't have I don't have any active memories of that game, but I think there there's something in my subconscious that just draws me to the to the boys in blue to that stadium, and, and um, I've seen the ripple effects of, of that game my whole life. I've just you know I grew up in Springfield and I'm a Royals fan. We're we're a minority. <laughs> yes, I think so, but. True Bluers, that does mean something. You know, it does mean something that no matter how your team is doing. I mean, look at all of the, the True Bluers that stayed with the Chiefs during the tough times, right? Yes. And look at the now. Now they're just like, oh, look at the bandwagon coming on. We've been here the whole time. Where have you been? So, it, you know, have faith. Have faith. You never know when things are going to turn around. So I have this article from the RoyalsReporter.com, and, and it's um, reasons why people are True Blue Royal fans. So I'm going to see if you agree or okay. disagree why or why not? Uh, num- and we're, we're only going to hit a few of these, but I like this one the best. The Royals are always the underdog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is so true. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun to root for the underdog. It is. It is. I remember uh, in 2014 when they had their first real World Series push, Dad and I got to go to the, the ALCS games when they were playing the, the Orioles. And they were such the underdog. You know, there was a, a cover of a magazine that said something like uh, the dunce versus the chess master. And they had... Ned Ned Yost pinned as the as the dunce, and the Royals swept their way on in. And Dad and I were there with the, with the last out, and we just we yelled. So that was yes, underdogs definitely. Definitely, <laughs> love that. All right, uh, the Royals are about player development and their system, not free agents. <laughs> this is definitely an opinion article. <laughs> yeah, that's the the other way of saying that is we are a small market and don't have a lot of money like New York or L.A. or Atlanta. There you go. But it's true. Okay, good point. Um, The Royals have great colors and uniforms. Yes. (laughs) Blue is fantastic. Kauffman Stadium is the best ballpark for baseball. Fountains. uh, Fountains and barbecue helmet helmet nachos. (laughs) There's a lot of people out there that are having nostalgic moments right now (laughs) that have been to Kauffman Stadium. All right. um, 2015 postseason was incredible. It's still alive today and so many Royals fans. The the way it was explained to me is that if you have won the World Series in the last 10 years, you're not allowed to camp, complain. So I'm still <laughs> living under the bubble of 2015. <laughs> there you go. And, and then also being a Chiefs fan doesn't hurt to kind of yeah, ease the right. pain. That's right. That does help. <laughs> uh, the positive low-key nature of Royals fans. Explain that one to me. <laughs> so uh, 
many years ago when I lived in Kansas City, I went to a game and the Royals were playing the Yankees. I sat next to this man wearing his pinstripes and his Yankees cap. Went on to find out that he was a Yankees bat boy when he was when he was younger, many many uh, many many moons ago, and he was uh, very very competitive in cheering for his Yankees. And at the time, uh, this was the 2000s, so the Royals frequently losing 100 games a season. Um, and I said, you know, I just really want to see a good game. And I, th- I think it was shortly after that, Mike Sweeney hit a home run. I was like, oh yes. <laughs> I saw something good at the stadium against the Yankees. This is so. I mean, you have the the competitive nature of the Yankees fans who expect to win, and then I'm just happy I saw something good at the stadium. Right. <laughs> That's pretty cool. It's yeah. a good story. Yeah, I like that. He's a nice guy. And actually, the Royals came back and won that game. It was amazing. Right. <laughs> uh, Boulevard beers and dollar hot dogs. Yeah. Yeah. We just opened one. No, we didn't. We don't really have that in here. And I just came from a baseball game, and I didn't pay a dollar for a hot dog. I paid more like three dollars for a hot dog. Um, but that uh, so the Royals represent the best of Kansas City. Mm. There could be some dilemma there, especially in the last uh, <laughs> a few yeah, years. The with last the Chiefs. couple of years, I think the Chiefs have probably surpassed that, which would put it on on par with either barbecue and then, um, you know, maybe. Uh, Ted Lasso comparisons. <laughs> Are you a Ted Lasso fan? I am. I am too. I love that show. My older brother Greg got me started on that show, and <laughs> I love it. Um, I, I just I, I I love the Believe. different messages. <laughs> oh, so uh, I actually have a blue and yellow believe sign in my office. <laughs> Good. And I love it. Um, yeah, thanks to Dave Litherland. He bought that for me. But I, I am really um, into that show. And you can watch it more time. You'll see things that you didn't see the first time. It's very it's tightly writing. written. It's really yeah. good writing. really is. Okay, well, before we take our first break, i got to be equitable here. You know, St. Louis Cardinals. Um, I, you know, and Don Luzader is usually my correspondent, but I have a pinch hitter. Hello. Logan Weber. Tell, give us a little 30-second recap or snapshot of St. Louis Cardinals. Well, yeah, uh, the May Cardinals are not the April Cardinals. That's how I'll start it. They're, this is a team that was at one point 10 and 24. Uh, they're now 22 and 28. They've won 12 of their last 16 games. Uh, unfortunately, they're down right now to the Reds, four to nothing in the middle of the second inning. But this team is really turning things around, especially at the plate right now. Nolan Gorman is an all-star at the moment. He's possibly an MVP candidate if he can continue to play the way he's played top five in Major League Baseball in home runs, RBIs, and OPS. While hitting above 300 for a 23 year old kid, he's hit the cover off the ball. Nolan Arenado has been a completely different player in May. Wilson Contreras is much better behind the plate. Uh, they finally figured that whole thing out with him and Flaherty and the pitching staff, and they had a, a sort of come to Jesus meeting uh, in, in the in the in the bullpen or in the in the locker room one day, and they sort of figured that out. The pitching staff isn't where it needs to be. There's no doubt about that. Miles Michaelis has struggled. Wainwright's dealt with injury issues. Flaherty has dealt with control issues. But they brought up Matthew Libertor, who pitched really well in his first start of the year. There might be some opportunities at the deadline. If this is a team that can stay around 500 by the time we reach the trade deadline in July, I could see them being a huge buyer at the deadline, going out and getting another pitcher like they did with Jordan Montgomery a year ago and and really flipping things around like they did in the last two months of last season. Goodness, Don Luzader, you have some competition. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. He doesn't even have notes. 
Everybody, that came straight from Logan Weber's head. That's amazing. That was impressive. That is impressive. It's it's horrifying that it does come from my head. That's a scary place, but I did my best. Well, thank you for that recap. So we're talking baseball tonight. If you haven't figured that out by now. So we're talking baseball. We have Ethan Bryan here. We're going to take our first break, and we'll be right back here. Thanks again to Great Southern Bank for being our presenting sponsor. We'll be right back here on A Coach's Perspective. Coach's perspective. Batter up. We're talking baseball tonight. And I'm so excited to have Ethan Bryan here in the studio with me. And and I don't know, Don Lucader, I don't want to say my new St. Louis Cardinals correspondent, but you got competition. Logan Weber did a great job with that. But I, I you know, we were talking about being a true fan. Probably got to stick with Don for a little bit longer, but you're you're in the lineup. Yeah, I, I mean I know the Cardinals, but I'm not a Cardinals fan. I am yeah, I am a Royals fan. As is Ethan over here, uh, for, for, for good or, you know, for, yes. for, for worse or for more, uh, I am a Cardinal. I'm a Royals fan. <laughs> there we go. All right. Well, this segment's sponsored by Highland Dairy. I'm a Highland Dairy fan and they're owned by dairy farmers and they've been providing a great selection of nutritious dairy products since 1938 and scientific studies, professional dietitians, they all agree. The ideal sports beverage recovery drink available to athletes after a workout. It's chocolate, chocolate milk. milk. Yes, and Highland Dairy has the best tasting chocolate. So they're a proud sponsor of a coach's perspective. We think Highland Dairy. All right, so, you know, your book is 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 absolutely incredible. If you haven't read Ethan's book, you've got to get it. It's a year of playing catch. So for 365 days, he played catch, and he wrote um, stories. Um, Ethan, I, I you know, you're an author, yes, but in my eyes, I look at you more as you're a storyteller. Oh, I'll take it. <laughs> you are a storyteller. And and I love the way you paint the picture and you bring to life these um, moments of playing catch, something so simple that brought so much to your life. And so I want to talk a little bit, I mean, first of all, um, about the inspiration for this. I know that um, your wife, Jamie, and you have two daughters, Kaylee and Sophie, and I know they are they are inspiring you to do this, but... Through this year, you went to 10 states mm-hmm. or 12,000 miles. Um, that's pretty incredible. <laughs> so I, I guess it's, a, I don't know if it's character flaw or what, but, but whenever I do something, I, I do it with all my heart. And I don't know any other way to do it. Spoken like a true athlete. Yeah. <laughs> so champion I just, athlete. <laughs> I, um, when, when I finally decided, hey, I'm going to jump in and see what happens, let's, let's do it. And, and so we did. And the, the, my, my daughters were my inspiration for it. Um, they, they were the ones who, who kind of gently encouraged and challenged me on, on January 1st, 2018. Hey, we were, ha- we were having dinner and they said, Dad, what would happen if you played catch every day for a year? And I laughed. And I said, <laughs> I would need surgery. <laughs> well, the joke's on you because it turned it into a they, huge they, success. They are the inspiration. And, and so they, they were, you know, Simon Sinek says, you start with why. What, right. They were my why. What happens if you play catch for a year? Well, you get to make some uh, some amazing friends and live uh, some pretty good stories. And and was it? I know that you you really. I asked you this once before when you were on the show. You really didn't struggle to find people. I mean, there were a lot of people willing to yeah. play catch with you. Um, and I think that's kind of that's kind of cool. it was it was amazing. I had, I had invitations from all over the country. My favorite one, I got an invitation from the Netherlands. I said, oh, "Well, if you find your way in the Netherlands," and I was like, um, <laughs> "I don't have a passport. I don't have any." 
travel plans. But so I, I literally got invitations from all over the country, and there's still people um, from from the states that we went to. I, I text and email and, and keep in touch with these friends I made literally just because we we played catch together. Oh my gosh. Um, well, you said that it was um, kind of a quixotic and just kind of an, an inspiring experience. All right. So, I, you know, what, what, what did you feel like what could possibly be unrealistic or impractical about this experience and, 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 and then wrap up the motivation of doing it? Um, well, at the time I was uh, 44, almost 44. And I, I do love playing catch. It is still one of my favorite things, but I would play catch maybe three or four times a year. And that was it. It was just something I didn't do. And, and, uh, I would, I was a writer. I was working on a couple books at the, at the, at the time. And the muscles that I used to sit at a computer and write are completely different than the muscles that are used to, to throw and track a baseball. And so I felt that soreness for, for, for a little while. It took me, it took, took a while for my arm and body to get back in, in shape. And so there was always that hesitant. Well, and then there's the, the, the other nagging doubt was, what happens if I do get injured? What happens if I can't complete the year? I mean, you know, well, now that I've started this, I want to see it through t- to completion. And so that was always on the front of my brain. Um, can I really, can I really do this? And, uh, gosh, the, the true motivation was, you know, playing catch is this opportunity that presents you to get to know someone. You, you have to pay attention mm-hmm. and be right here with them. And I got to hear some of the most amazing stories that are still that I'm still carrying with me um, to this day you know that that is so interesting because I, I do sports counseling and there are often times I work with college athletes um, and there are often times that I play catch with my clients and you know we may be you know working through some things and they're just kind of stuck um, we start playing catch and things just kind of open up and it's one of the best techniques that I use um, and it opens up those communication lines. Yes. Um, and it's, it just illustrates so many, um, I, I, I think it, one of the, this is your quote, I'm stealing it from <laughs> you. It brings so, so much joy to just something so little. Yeah. And we need that in our lives. We need that in our lives. And I, I think that's something that's pretty cool. So, so thank you to, to, uh, Kaylee and Sophie for <laughs> inspiring you. Way to go, girls. Um, and, and, you know, we have to take a quick moment because you've had some major milestones in your life, and I hope it's okay <laughs> that I share these milestones. Sure. Um, well, actually, I'll let you share these milestones, but you've got a graduate, you've got an engagement, and you have someone that has also hit a very um, big milestone. Tell us a little bit about Jamie and, and her journey. Well, uh, this last year has been a pretty big um, adventure. In, in September, my wife was diagnosed with uterine cancer. And, and, and she went through chemo and radiation, uh, all the while continuing to, to teach at Delaware Elementary. And she has been, um, just amazing. And, and we, we've now, she's, she's completed radiation and, and hopefully we're looking forward to a, a summer of her just having fun and trying our best to spoil her as much as possible. And all the while, while she was doing that, it was, uh, my youngest was a, a, a senior at Central. And she graduated and is committed to Missouri State. And so Go Bears. we're excited. Yes, yes. So we're a bear family. Jamie yes. and I met at Missouri State, so we're excited about that. And then uh, Kaylee's finishing up her, her senior year and, and is going to do her student teaching this uh, this fall. And just, you know, decided to, to end the semester by getting engaged. So, <laughs> Look out, Dad. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I, I don't. But he's a Royals fan, so was, we're good. Well, we're I was good. just getting ready to say yeah. your new son-in-law has got to be able to play catch. Have yeah. you have you played catch yeah, with him? Absolutely, yet? multiple times. Okay, because that's probably the interview for you, right? Yep, and and he's <laughs> uh, he's he's a big fan of, of Fun Acre, so you know. Maybe I, I might need some tips from Don Luzader just to make sure I keep my edge on him. There, <laughs> well, that's the guy to get because he is the ultimate champion over at Fun Acres, that's for sure. Um, so, okay, so you have this book. You have this journey. Um, I want to talk a little bit about what you've learned from the journey. Um, and, and that is, you know, we'll, we'll touch on a little bit here. But one of the things you've been quoted as saying is that, um, you know, how play. Okay, so we sometimes forget to have fun. We are go, 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 and we sometimes forget to step back, take a deep breath, keep things simple, and play. And you talk about how play can reignite a fire um, within someone. It can almost be transforming in yeah. one's life. Tell me, how, tell me about that and how you felt throughout the year and how that helped increase your... So one of my favorite quotes that I've read uh, since the year uh, comes from G.K. Chesterton, and he said, the true object of all human life is play. And, and I love how, how that resonates with me. And there's this, this uh, Seth Godin describes it as, a, as an infinite game. And an infinite game is a game that has no winners or losers, that you play for play's sake. And that, that's exactly what, what play and catch is. There, there, there are no winners or losers. There, there's no best or worst or, or compare. It's just you just play for, for the hope to be able to keep on playing. And so the, the things I've learned... Uh, about play and playing catch come as a reflection on our on our culture. Our our current culture is play deprived, and you go to kids as young as twelve. More than half the kids at the age of twelve are not getting enough free play time that they need, and that's that's from young. And then as as we get older, of course, we just we just stop. So our current culture is play deprived. We're depressed. We're anxious. We're distrustful. We're lonely, and we're almost always digitally distracted. And that each one of those characteristics is something that that playing catch addresses head on. Um, it's form of play. The, the 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 endorphins that are released in your brain when you play catch are the opposite of depression. Playing catch is a form of meditation, which is what relieves the anxiety. Um, it is an activity that builds trust. That I am trusting that you're not intending <laughs> to hurt me, and my intentions aren't to hurt. Now it might happen. But, but the, I'm trusting that that wasn't the intention. Um, it is a with activity. So it is one that, that combats loneliness. It is something that you have to do with somebody else. It's a connection. And, yes, in that connection. And then uh, digitally distractions, it, it's a, it's, you have to put stuff aside. You have to focus on, on someone's going to get a bloody nose like in the sandlot, you know. Um, <laughs> right. You can play one-handed, but it's not as fun. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> For it to, to work its magic. Pay attention to your catch yes. partner and good things happen. I love all of those. I would love to capture all of those and, and just sing it um, <laughs> as often as I can because I think there's so many people out there, and I know if you're listening right now, you need to be reminded that it, it is so important to just stop and play yes. and to be able to have that simple joy. And we're talking baseball. Um, it doesn't You don't have to play catch with the baseball. You don't, you don't have a glove handy in, in a you can, you can play catch with any ball. Yep. You can you can play catch with you know your rolls if you're at a certain restaurant. You know you can play catch <laughs> with <laughs> you can play catch anywhere. Um, but but something like that and that that process right there, I can see all of those different things, and I can see that being transforming. Yep. And it it doesn't take long either. It's not no, time consuming. And and the interesting thing is um, 
you lose track of time. Right. And, and, and as you're doing it, and, and there's a, a psychologist, I, I can't pronounce his last name because it's about 15 letters long, but he's, he calls it the state of flow. And when you get into this state of flow, this is where creativity increases and also productivity increases. So we take time to play and find out that it improves all other areas of our lives as well. One of my favorite researchers is Stuart Brown. He has a, a nonprofit in Colorado, the National Institute for Play. And um, he's, he studied longitudinal studies on play. And he says, the, the day you stop playing is the day you start dying. Yeah, that is so true. That is so true. And, and so many adults get caught in this, um, oh, you need to grow up. You need to be a professional. You need to be working. You need to do that. You, you can have it both. <laughs> yep. In fact, your work production is going to increase if you can incorporate some of that play, if you can have some of that release, if you can have some of that, that joy that comes into your life from that. Um, and it doesn't take long. Uh, you know, sometimes we will, you know, I, if I'm writing, I sometimes will, will take a quick walk and I come back and your mind is more clear. Yep. Um, but being able to have, I love the connection of play. Um, well, we're going to, we're going to take another break. We're going to keep talking about this, but, um, before we take our break, Ethan, it's really important that, you know, you, you tell all the listeners that, um, and specifically my two brothers that I did a great job playing catch with you. Oh, you did. <laughs> okay. Very good. You got that right, Logan. Absolutely. Yeah. Got it. Fantastic <laughs> catch partner. Top tier. <laughs> oh, look out. Look at that. You hear that, Greg and Jeff? Top <laughs> tier. Oh, I love playing catch with my brothers and my kids. We always have a good time playing catch. All right. Well, we're going to take our next break. Um, and, and I'm so happy to have Ethan Bryan here. Thanks to Highland Dairy for sponsoring this segment along with my brother, Greg. And Melinda Burnett is a support local and thoughtful radio. We'll be right back here on A Coach's Perspective. Perspective. We are rounding the bases tonight. We're talking baseball. Um, we're talking about playing catch. Um, we, you know, I really want to dive into this, but I also want to dive into my gratitude for Bill Grant, Ford, and Bolivar. They've been a sponsor since day one, and they know cars, trucks, SUVs. They know service. They can. They will keep you happy. They'll do a coast to coast search, find exactly what you're looking for. You've got to give Kelly Grant and Shane Rainey a call. Um, they're going to take care of you. Um, they are very laid back. Um, and it, they take so much stress out of the process of purchasing a car. 417-326-7671. Thanks also to West Logging. Contact Danny West, westlogging.com. He's going to treat your land like his own. And thanks to Craig Lehman with Shelter Insurance. So we're back with Ethan Bryan. And I want to thank Logan Weber, who's also here as a studio producer and, um, and, and is such a wealth of knowledge in baseball. We're going to be throwing some pitches his way as well. Um, so the, the ripple effects of this book. I, I have been so impressed with, you know, a year of playing catch. And, and if you're just joining us, I don't know where you've been, but let me catch you up a little bit. Um, Ethan Bryan is the author of this book, and, and he played catch for 365 days with different people and wrote stories. Um, so tell me a little bit about some of the, the ripple effects that have happened because of this book and what you have, um, what you have learned and how it has impacted people in their lives. Uh, it's well. It's something I could never see coming. And the, <laughs> the the first ripple effect um, is is a personal one. Uh, so my catch playing year was 2018, and it gave me just enough courage 
to try out for the local baseball league, the Griffin yes. Rip League in the U.S. Baseball Park that, that, that Tony Lewis puts on. And, and I had, uh, I had Rance Berger and Mark Blim who were encouraging me and said, Hey, you need to give this a shot. But then I had Scott Nasby and Ryan Wolf and Austin Kendrick who said, Hey, we see something in you. Let's get you back on the field. And so the personal ripple effect is for the last four seasons, I have been playing baseball and it has been fantastic. I've even been on a championship team, that's which has amazing. been so, so that's the personal effect. Well, the, the, the Griffin Ripley, let, can we just talk about how that's the greatest name ever? Oh, yeah. it's so much fun. I just love that name. Um, and, and congratulations uh, on oh. that. What a great experience yeah. for so you. So that'll be this fall, August, September, October. Come, come out to, so you're on the best bench warmer in the league. Um, <laughs> but then, so, so the book published in September of 2020. It took me about a year to write it and get all that, that, that part down. And then about, uh, a couple weeks, after published, I get to, I get a an email from uh, from a guy in Oregon. He said, "Hey, is it okay with you if I go play catch for a year? I just read your book, I loved it." And I was like, "Yeah, uh, here's the rules. Stay in touch so I can cheer you on. I want to know what well, his name is, Jason." And then about two months after he started playing catch, uh, he was diagnosed with brain cancer, and he continued to play catch through his diagnosis and through surgery and for 500 more days. And, and, uh, you know, there, there's news stories about him and he, j- he just kept on, yeah, kept on playing. I mean, started, a, started, a, started a business that does hats and t-shirts called Catch Partner. Oh, wow. Wow. I mean, there's the therapeutic that we were talking about. I yeah. mean, it brings that simple joy that we have to have in our life. So, and then after Jason, there was Adam in California and he did it. He started playing catch with his, with his daughter and they would go out. Uh, after dinner and and he was brave enough he tried to film playing catch with her which is a skill that i i don't really i <laughs> most of the time i drop my phone is what happens right right um or i've filmed the sky or something right. really bad. but he did he, he compiled videos of playing catch with his daughter all over all over the place um and and then uh at the end of the year the the book was nominated for a casey award and one of the best baseball is a finalist for one of the baseball, best baseball books of the year. Didn't win, but still really cool. There are a lot of baseball books out there, to there be a fair. Lot a lot of baseball books. So what an incredible honor. I mean, the Casey Award, that is a, so, uh, that was a big pretty honor. cool. That is and, cool. The, and the guy that won, he absolutely deserved to win. It was just, it was cool to be mentioned with him. But then, um, you know, so 2021 is like COVID year and, and like not much happened. 20, I went on a couple, road trips with my wife we gave away gloves to kids who needed gloves those were amazing got to go to the field of dreams gave away around uh, 50 60 gloves with sponsors uh, like baseball seams company wiley foundation and stuff it was wonderful and then 2022 happened and it went crazy there were three guys who contacted me about wanting to play catch for a year and i said all right these are the rules the rules are you got to keep in touch with me so i can i can cheer you on um <laughs> there was uh, kevin negard Kevin Egard, it lives in Sioux City, Iowa, and he wanted to start it with his 60th birthday. So for his 60th year, he was going to play catch for a year, and his goal was to raise money for his local Miracle League, for Miracle League of Sioux City. He says, my goal is to raise $100,000 for local Miracle League. Well, he played catch with more than 2,100 different people across five countries, um, and he and I played catch a couple of different times, three, three different times over his year, even meeting in Kansas City, going to the Negro Leagues Baseball Museum together. Uh, he raised $369,000 over his year. Oh, my goodness. But one of his catch partners was a guy named Dustin. Dustin is an inventor, 
and Dustin invented this device called the Whack, the one I have a catch, that is able to be attached to a, a, a wheelchair arm and enable kids who are wheelchair-bound to be able to play. Well, Dustin entered that device. He was inspired because Kevin challenged Dustin, that Kevin wanted to play catch with Dustin's son, Caden. And it took Dustin a month to do it. Wow. A couple months to do it. And and so I, I've actually played catch with Caden, too. He got to come to one of my Ducks oh. games and throw out the first pitch. Oh, and so wow. that was really cool. Um, <laughs> Dustin entered the device in, in, a, in an inventor contest and won first place. Oh, my goodness. So so there's the big ripple effects coming that's out huge. of Iowa. That was number one. Number and Kevin got to play catch Oh, yes. Somebody oh, yeah. that's pretty Kevin, famous uh, around this area. Kevin got to play catch with one of his heroes. He, he was invited to play catch with Ozzie Smith and practice turning double plays at Bush Stadium, which was pretty cool. Not bad. Not, <laughs> Not bad. bad at all. Not bad. Um, I'm going to skip ahead. Uh, shortly after that, about halfway through the year in 2022, uh, Major League Baseball, the season was pushed back a little bit. And there's this guy, he's a huge Mariners fan. His name's John Sukanik. He's out of Washington. He says, well, I'm going to do something good. I heard about this. He heard... My story through an interview that Adam Hazel did, Adam out of California, says, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to play catch for a year and see what happens. And his sons thought he was crazy. That's just another thing, crazy <laughs> thing that dad did. Well, John's in the Pacific Northwest and he just goes all, he just carries his gloves everywhere and just starts making new friends. And, and actually he has a story that one of the news stations did a story on him that's nominated for a regional Emmy, uh, this, this upcoming, this next month. Uh, he and I, Got to meet at a game in Kansas City and play catch right before it. And his wife said, we're literally traveling to Kansas City so you can play catch with this guy. And he's like, yep, I am. <laughs> so he, he has completed his year, continued on. He's now almost uh, 450 days or so. And on the last day of his catch 365 year, he got the chance to go on the field. Mariners Ballpark, I forgot the name of that stadium is called right now. Um, but Ken Griffey Jr. joins him on the field. Oh, and yeah. they get to play catch on the field, which is pretty cool. Yeah, heard of that guy. So then <laughs> the middle guy, Dan Bryan, and and he's the dad of Ethan C. Bryan. And right at the same time that the book published in 2020, Ethan uh, Cole Bryan was driving home from baseball practice and got in a, an automobile accident and died. Mm-hmm. And I remembered reading that uh, obituary, and I reached out uh, to to Dan, to Ethan's dad, and, and we established a, a relationship. Or Actually, I reached out to him. I sent him a copy of the book, and I didn't hear anything until a, more than a year passed, December 2021, and he said he just devoured my book, and he wanted to know if it was okay with me if he played catch for a year in Ethan's honor. Mm-hmm. And so he did it all of, of 2022, and his story went everywhere. It was featured all, all over. Um, his story caught Bob Costas's attention and Bob Costas reached out to me and said, I knew you were doing something pretty cool by playing catch. I didn't know it could be this uh, astounding, I think was his word that he used. And, and so I was like, Oh, well, thank you. And, and so, uh, thank Dan, you, Bob Costas. Yes. Thank yeah. you, Bob Costas. <laughs> um, Dan got the opportunity to throw out a pitch, first pitch for the Cardinals after he got done playing catch with Albert Pujols. <laughs> Oh, wow. And and Dan threw out a perfect strike. Oh, my goodness. Well, thank you for doing that. Thank you for being the kind of human that would read that story, that would hear that story and try and send, you know, condolences, you know, through this activity. Uh, Do you know how impressive that is as a human (laughs) being? I mean, 
Well, we're, we're still so texting. Fun. We were texting last That's night. Wonderful. His um, his son's uh, baseball team. Uh, he plays plays for West County. We would have played for West County. Uh, was in regionals, and so he was texting me updates. Mm-hmm. And, and we, I mean, we still keep in touch regularly. Um, we were, we were, we were on, uh, on the phone together last week. Um, he's a, he's a good guy. He's he's just a neat guy. Well, that is incredible. I mean, I I think it is, you know, this is why I think your next book ought to be The Ripple Effects. I just (laughs) titled it. But I I think that is something that, you know, people, when you have something like this, again, you know, you said you kind of started off and it was a little bit um, of a journey, that a personal journey. You just kind of wanted to, okay, uh, you know, my your daughter's kind of challenged you. Let's see what happens with this. And it's affected lives. It's impacted people. It's helped transform, you know, their the way that they are are viewing themselves and their relationships that's big that is big um so it's it's been hit hit number 1 on on several lists including Amazon and it's uh, one of the top 100 books being sold um that's incredible and then this year 2023 <laughs> still happening it's it's still going there's uh there's a guy in Bolivar Joe Arnold he is he's getting close to Wrapping up his year, uh, he's hit, he just passed 330 days and he's, his glove is, is all, is held together by shoestrings literally. And we met, uh, <laughs> kind of in a rain and ice storm near Hammond's Field and Blake. It was so cold. Um, but we had a good time. There is uh, a guy in Nixa, Travis Edwards, and, and he is, uh, just cleared 140 days. We actually play catch on January 1st this year and, and he's taking it all, all over Southern, uh, I guess that's Christian County, Christian County. Yeah. Um, there's a guy in Boston, J.D. Mangrum. He he is now 270 days in. There's another guy. There's two guys in New York. Uh, Don Kirk. Don Kirk's story is very similar to, Day, uh, to Dan Bryan's in that uh, a couple of years ago, his son passed away of, of a cardiomyopathy. And he read the book and said, this sounds like something I want to do. And so he, he is also passed... Um, He's 200 days in or so. He calls it Jonathan Catch in, in honor, honor of his son, Jonathan. And so he and I have been talking about trying to find a ways where I can get up there and play catch. Well, in March, I decided, uh, hey, I want I just want to get people playing catch. Mm-hmm. And so I hosted this challenge. I called it the 30 Days of Catch Challenge. Let's see who signs up. And I, and I had prizes like, um, I had like baseballism and, the, and, and baseball seems co and, and a couple other places donated prizes. If you complete 30 days of catch, you can, you can win. It was free. And I had about 20 people sign up in 11 different states. One of my favorite people that signed up, Allie Lacey, she is a, a ball girl for the LA Dodgers. She warms up the outfielders in between the oh. innings. And I think that is so cool. So uh, shout out to Allie and her baseball team. She has an all girls baseball team that's going to be Playing in Cooperstown in August, so uh, thirty days starting in March. Thirty days catch up. Just go play catch. Let's see what happens. Yes. And uh, interesting side note: two guys signed up in Atlanta. Uh, they didn't know each other and lived like five miles apart. So they met at, at one point and, and and played catch. But there's this guy David. Uh, David lives in Rochester, New York. He read the book a, a few years ago, and and we've been friends since. And he said, "Well, I'm going to sign up for this thirty days." And it just stuck. He is a, he's a teacher and he's been playing catch with all of his students and, and faculty members. And, and he's been playing catch for about 90 days, but on average, he's playing catch two to three times a day. And he just, he's just Love always curious. And, uh, it's neat. He's also playing catch a lot with his son. And so you get these stories uh, of that, the strengthening of, of that relationship. Yes. 
and, um, and with his students. He's humanizing himself with his students and giving them an opportunity to see him outside the classroom and, and do an activity with well, them. The administration understands. And so it's, there are times during the school day when students have talked to him and, and they have created time for him to be able to play catch with students during the day, which it would be a break that would be beneficial for both of them. It would be, yes, so, definitely. Oh, and I then think. on top of that, I've been invited to play baseball all over the country, which is just hilarious. <laughs> well, bring your grip and rip yes, <laughs> skills. Yes, I'm ready. <laughs> um, and you, you are going to play at Rippy Field in Iowa? Well, there's, Tell me about that. There's, there's, uh, there's a field in Iowa. Rippy Field has invited me. There's uh, an organization in Fort Worth, Texas, Friendly Baseball. They play on Monday nights. And it's Sandlot style. They say... You just show up, you pay five bucks, and then you get drafted to a team and go play. And I think that sounds like a blast. Um, Field of Dreams, I got an email from the Field of Dreams, said, hey, we'd like you to come back up here. I was like, I'm, I'm not opposed to going to the Field of Dreams. <laughs> so, Twist my arm. <laughs> so it's, um, oh, it's I think that's exciting. incredible. Well, congratulations on, on this ripple effect. I Again, I'm a fan. Um, and I, I know that, and you're very, and you, you are very talented. You know, I, I do remember, like, I got to stand in the same spot when we played catch. I didn't even have to move that much. I think you did a lot more moving <laughs> trying to catch my wild balls, but you did a great job. And I, I am just so impressed with your storytelling. Um, you know, and it's one thing to put this down on paper, but then when it, when it catches life, off the paper and ripples through um, our country and has affected these families. Thank you, Ethan, for that. I really appreciate that. And, I mean, really, let's just go ahead and give Kaylee and so- Sophie yes, all, yeah. the, all the credit. I they agree. Get, they get the credit. But I really do appreciate it. And, um, it's, Logan Weber, our, my studio producer tonight, you want to play catch next week? I'll bring, I'll bring a glove. Ball. If you have a left-handed glove. I, sure. think I, might, I think I might have a glove at the apartment, but it's got to be. I'm, I'm left-handed, so. That may be tough to do, but I'm pretty sure I've got one at my apartment. Yeah, there we go. I think that we got to bring Logan in on this. There we go. All right. Well, Ethan, again, future plans? Um, Well, I am thinking about uh, trying to get up to the New York area so I can connect with these three guys that are are playing and and try and get involved in their years uh, firsthand. So I have been working on putting together uh, a, a catch playing trip that would take me from Springfield to Boston and back. And here, oh, I, I forgot to tell you about this. I got a, a um, email today, this morning, uh, from um, Matt. Matt in Indianapolis. And he uh, he works or partners with a food pantry um, in, the, in, in Indianapolis. And he wants to raise $10,000 to support his food pantry. And he wants to do it this August. And he said, is there any chance that you'd be willing to come up and play catch? I don't know. He wants to do the 30 days of catch challenge. Yeah. I'll play catch for August, see if I can raise $10,000 for my local food pantry. Would you be, could you come up and play catch with me? I was like, well, that's awesome. So well, you got to, you have to. Figuring out how to get up to New England and swing back by Indianapolis and <laughs> find that. a car that, that'll make that that'll trip. will do that. Well, go to ethanbryan.com if you want more information. And that's B-R-Y-A-N, ethanbryan.com. Um, and check out all of his books, um, and all. And if, and if you want, have any interest of having him come and speak as well, he is a storyteller. You can also book a speaking engagement. But Ethan, I can't thank you enough. I, I just thoroughly enjoy um, your writing, but also again, once again, the ripple effects. Thanks. Thanks for being here tonight. 
We're going we're gonna to segue into our post-game talk, sponsored by Story Construction. They've been providing high-quality and industrial commercial construction since 1966. Family-owned and operated. Go to story.com, S-T-O-R-E-E.com for more information. And don't forget, you can go to a coachesperspective.com for show lineups. You can listen to previous shows. You can also subscribe, and you'll be added into a drawing. Um, so next week, uh, we are going to talk about the importance of leadership and mentoring programs. We're going to have some members from My Champs uh, leadership program here. Greg Stevenson's going to be here. Becky Oaks, um, Zayo Chateau from um, Hillcrest is going to be here. And Reagan Winnegar is also going to be in studio. So some mentors and some mentees from that program. Um, and if you know anybody, I've got a sports dad panel coming up in June. If you know any sports dads out there that you would like to either give a shout out to or nominate them to get onto the panel, I've got some great uh, recommendations so far. Email them to me at a coach's perspective at gmail.com. All right, now for our post game talk throw, catch, throw, catch. There is something therapeutic about that repetition, there is something that is bonding about simply playing catch. The physical benefits are evident with so much research with crossing the midline, the hand-eye coordination, the tracking skills. The real benefits are the mental benefits. The release of aiming and throwing and tracking and catching is accomplishment after accomplishment. It is also dropping the ball and missing your target, followed by picking up the ball and trying again. The challenge this week is so obvious. Go play catch with someone. It's that simple. Go play catch with someone. That's how champions. Do it. And I'm going to remind you, as I do each and every week, be a good human. Live your life like a champion. And we welcome our one of my favorite human champions back to Springfield. We're so glad you're back, Art Haynes. We love you and we're pulling for you. And I want to thank Logan Weber for being here tonight, another human champion. So this is Jenny Hopkins, and this has been A Coach's Perspective. Do you have a special event coming up? A birthday, an anniversary, a graduation, another life event? Do you want help with that celebration? Let SGF Yard Cards help you. We can announce events, advertise, and they take great pictures too. Visit sgfyardcards.com and order your signs today.